Welcome back, diary listeners. This is Come Hungry, part two of our time with Jason Leeser. And I will be spelling it correctly this time, I'll have you know. All right, everybody. Enjoy. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. As far as how you learned, was there any kind of curriculum or was there things that you did that um, in learning that were very significant about, besides what you taxed yourself with, because we know you do that already, but Hmm. was there things that you were given that you really can note about your experience in in being educated in tattoos that you want to offer? Um. So I I was really tasked with a lot of the how can I say this um, hmm. I mean uh, now that I think about it more it's like well I mean I it, it wasn't self. it wasn't really it wasn't really <laughs> super me, structured. It wasn't really structured. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I was there was no, for. there were no like criteria. There was no like syllabus or right. checklist. There was no way to measure progress. It's oh, oh, how, oh, you want to know about that? Uh, okay, yeah, sit down. Are, are you done your chores? Right. Okay, cool. Sit down. I'll show you. Okay, so how long did it take you then to learn to tattoo then, or get a your lot hands longer on it? than it should have? Okay. All right, so that that's why I asked because if there's no syllabus, if there's no exactly. progress report, then you you have no way to gauge your experience. You don't know what you should be expecting. And that's part of the reason why I ended up going through more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I kind of, you know, first one didn't work out, so I left, went, finished up with another guy somewhere else who basically picked up where the first one left off and said, okay, so here's what we're going to go through. And we're going to sit down and I'm going to teach you about all of these things. And here's what we're going to do. You're going to come up here every other Friday or Saturday. I forget which it was. Um, and we're going to sit down and we are literally going to cover this on this week. This on this week. This is going to be after that. This is going to be after that. If you don't get it, if you don't understand it the first time, and you come back to me and you cannot demonstrate to me that you understand this. Right. Then we are not moving on until you do. That's good. Right? Right. And it was a very quality way to go about it. And yeah. it's like, yeah. because there were certain things that I did not grasp. Mm-hmm. That I needed to understand better right. that first time. Yeah. Well, and it's also, it's a, it's a mirroring technique. That's what they recommend in communication too. Right. This is what you said. This is how I heard it. Is that what you meant? Right. You know? Yeah. So it's, it, it was very intuitive that way. Um, I then went on to take an entire machine building apprenticeship with the same guy after that. And it was like, that's what really helped me develop a lot of the knowledge I have. Oh, I get that. 
just engineer like geek brains going. Oh yeah, we I've never we used to stay again. up until <laughs> two in the morning, sitting at his house in his garage with a metal lathe, making binding posts out of three eighth inch hex stock that was solid three sixty naval brass. Did you intrigue? I'm just curious. Did you intrigue any of your friends, or did you like be around like if when oh, you they did didn't see give your a friends? Shit. They yeah, did yeah. not care. They were like, dude, we have beer. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Like, you're, sur- you're, dude, go wash your hands. You've got like metal sticking out of your skin. Yeah, uh, really yeah exactly. Yeah. And I would. <laughs> and wash I, your skin. Dude, it was bad. I don't even want to touch you. Yeah, no, most people wouldn't. Most people, I would go to give them a high five and they're like, oh, mm, no, no. Uh, go wash your hands first. And it's like, but I don't get, and I would inevitably wash my hands. And the second I lather up, I'm like, oh, no, there's, I have splinters. This is oh, not good. You could feel uh, it all. Oh, some I had to wait until they grew out. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Dude. Uh, yeah. Well, when you're taking a milling bit. You don't really feel it, I'm sure. An end mill, like, right? And you're so using that to shave off mm-hmm. a bit of 1018 steel, right? Yeah. Knowing that it's cut, it's using a cutting blade to trim just a little bit off of an area at a time, right? Mm-hmm. But it's traveling at how many thousands of RPM? Yeah. It's going to create tiny little super sharp slivers of steel. Yeah. Those slivers, by the way, for people listening, hurt like hell. Yeah. Oh, do bad. not do that. Okay. <laughs> um, they suck when you're trying to pull them out. Some of them you can't get out. You have to no, let them grow. Wait. Like it's mm-hmm. it's terrible. Wow. Um, not fun. Do not recommend it. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Uh, but it was a great learning experience and I loved it. I got myself, instead of having like an actual like slide mill, like manual end mill, I actually figured out that you could get a sliding vice and I mounted that to that old school drill press and I was like, cool, I can mill, right? And I just turned that crank super slow had that milling bit running <laughs> till the head would pop off and then I'd have to like shut the machine down, try to press it on, make sure it was straight as it could be, kick it back on, hope it didn't fly off again. Like, oh, it's, it was an adventure every time I started that thing up. That it, was, cool. it was a blast though. But that's what I did. Gotcha. That's, that's what I love. Well, so the next question is, and it might just be that, because you have such wonder about everything and you seek it. Um, but was there anything uh, predisposed about tattooing that you had prior that you were surprised about when you finally did learn? Like, was there anything that, like, you were kind of shocked to realize? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, like, I always knew, like, tattooed people were awesome. But, like, <laughs> we really are amazing people. Like, the community that we have, what we share, what we do, we are awesome people. I, th- um, I like to think so, but I, I get, I, 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 I'm hubris enough already. I need to keep my humility low, so I'm just like, you know, I guess. Yeah, especially if cool your name is life. Amy, you're even more super awesome. <laughs> no, um, no. Sorry, dude. I, I, her ego is going to be huge <laughs> no, after it, tonight. No, I, I can't, um, I can't. No, it's so being a an artist, being a tattooer, and all that stuff. It's not scary. We're not scary yeah. people. No. And I was always under the impression that we were like terrifying, like you know, big yeah. 
burly biker dudes like, sit down, you're getting tattooed. Not anymore. Yeah. Rico had one. Yeah. As a woman. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> Bearded lady, you got tattooed by her too? She had some heavy ass hands. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, Actually, hey, worst, person I ev- me, man. worst person I ever got tattooed by, believe it or not, um, was a, a younger female, and this was back in my apprentice days. She was my age. She weighed maybe 100 pounds soaking wet. And she had the unbelievable hand of doom. Oh, my oh. God. Holy shit. How could you be this she heavy? She tattooed your soul. Okay? <laughs> she went straight through your skin and bone right to your soul. Renee Little, she said that this, this week. She was like, no, you don't have to, like, just be kind. You don't have to tattoo, like, you know, to yeah. the soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to go all the way to the soul. No, you don't have to do that. You can just, you know, you don't you don't have to go that scooch far. Just scooch it in there. Just yeah. scooch it. She, she but, like, yo, she, kind. oh. She did good work, but... Oh my God, was mm. she brutal. Part of it though, come to find out later on after I you know, gained all this knowledge about machines and all that stuff, part of it was the way that she had the machine tuned. Part of it was mm. the machine she was using. Um, there were a lot of different things going on there with what she was running and how she was using it. It wasn't about and it, her. And it worked, yeah. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but I then started to realize that like a lot of it's not about like the machine or the artist or anything like that, it's definitely down to how does that artist, like what technique do they use? Mm -hmm. What have they learned? Right. Certain artists are so light, you won't even realize they're tattooing you. Right. Um, Other artists will not let you forget that you were getting tattooed. (laughs) Um, And it is absolutely brutal. Yeah. Yes, it is. But... There, a lot of it comes down to the equipment that you're using. Do you know how to use it effectively? And what techniques are you using? Mm-hmm. You don't have to grind away at someone's skin in order to get things to stay. It doesn't have to hurt. In fact, it might be bad. counterproductive. Because exactly. They might well, have a really bad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh well, getting tattooed hurts. There's no getting around. It Absolutely. does hurt, but if you if you approach it hard and fast. First of all, you better be very efficient and you better really know your shit. It'll be appreciated if it's hard and fast and it's adequate. But if you leave a lot of trauma or you make a heal very difficult for somebody, you know, you're, you're, you might know your shit, but, but you're always waging a gamble that they might not know their shit or they're not going to listen to you Mm -hmm. or, or their skin is going to present something that, you know, is a variable that you couldn't predict that is just going to. It's going to fuck up that whole tattoo. Yeah. So, or there might be scarification or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Like, there's just so many variables that for me, I mean, this is where the art kid in me comes out. I was always taught to go in light and build. Um, And I just think that's why it's just in terms of making sure, but also um, it's just a kindness, really. And and you can change gears when you do that. Like, it gives people room to, like, rethink things, which... You know, if it's forever. Right. And you realize, um, I mean, Allie was talking about it. Oh, she yeah. was like, I'll do a nipple on you. And look, they're great. They're easy to cover up. So yeah, if you don't exactly. want a nipple forever, we can, we can fix that. Well, it's like, <laughs> so I, I remember watching, and this was 
God knows how many years ago. Uh, Brandon Bond actually had a whole video called All or Nothing, and he was talking about some stuff on that where he's like, oh, you, you're just starting out learning? Cool. Call up all your friends. Have them come in. Do a kanji on them. Yeah. Right? Who cares what it means? Who cares? You're looking at can you execute that tattoo well? Yep. And then you know what? You get the added benefit of learning how to do really great cover-ups. That was my first mm. tattoo with yeah. kanji. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And they are. They're perfect for that. They are. They they're are. great. They're tiny. You can learn how to cover them up later on. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Next thing you know, your friend's got all these kanji tattooed on them. Now you have to cover them up and turn it into a full I sleep. will say, mm. careful where you put it. Uh, you want to yes. give yourself some space to cover yes. it up, too. Somewhere easily <laughs> accessible where you have lots of space around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm not I saying think. throw it right in the middle of your back. No, but like, don't. You I know, you middle upper arm. <laughs> cool. Depends uh, on how good of a friend it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have any friends that good. No, but. I don't know. But who knows? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I try not to, um, you know abuse friendships right which is positive. but just the just the the whole thing with the con or you can do um you know you can do things in gray wash that's another thing that yeah. i've talked about with people is like do it in gray wash let it heal you know see what that does you know do a gray wash line then do it in a step higher and then go to black and then you know use your friend you know if they're willing to sit for you a few times and you like hanging out with that person utilize um that see what a gray lash line wash line does how your start and stops look and within that you can catch a lot of things about how your hand actually moves if you water down it and you don't you're not getting a full mm-hmm. black you can catch a lot of inadequacies a lot of fallout will happen or ho- you know holidays mm-hmm. in the industry or you know where your lines intersect or you run over things and you can see how the ink you know with more hand pressure variance yes. hand speed yep. variance Yep. These are all different things oh, yeah. that will really affect, you know, oh, yeah. the, the final outcome. Yep. Um, but you never know unless you have guinea pigs. Yep. And they're they're precious. And don't they... tattoo actual guinea pigs, by the no, way. No. They're really tricky unless to get to made sit of a still. Pound of flesh. Yeah, pound of flesh <laughs> ones are fine. Do not tattoo live guinea pigs. No. Don't do it. No. That or is cats. cruel and unusual. No. <laughs> no, or any of that. No, I'm not gonna say that. That hasn't been tried, but uh, oh, I mean, you just can't vet, get them to sit still. If you're okay. a vet, you can. They tattoo the inside of their ear. Yeah, if you're a vet, you know. You well, yeah, for for you know tracking and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, and not also, my Stella. Treat, no, she she doesn't want to get tattooed. No. Treat your treat your friends like gold too, or any yeah. client that are your first, because um, they are. They they deserve so much from you. Don't ever squander that. I've I've heard so many stories of friends that have offered up skin and then when their artist has advanced and then they just don't have time for them anymore and that's really sad um you know it's not cool to be like that right it's really not now if it comes down to like you want something that your artist knows they're not the best at and they send you to somebody else that's not them discounting you that's them looking out for you no that's a kindness no that is a kindness but what i mean is like they just won't they won't consider your idea or they won't fix what they what they did or they they're not willing to like right wrap ideas with you about how to fix it that's different um yeah definitely i've i've 
I always want to go back into a tattoo. If you want something done to it, if you want to expand on it or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I'll usually, if it's an old tattoo and I know it's a product of my lack of knowledge at the time, I'll usually do whatever needs to be done for free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. That's usually what I, what I do. Because for me, that's it's a gift that you've given me um, and a faith. Um, sometimes people are like, no, man, I love it how it is. Like, and it's like, no, please come in. Please, please. No, I mean, you know, hey. I mean, you might like it, but I know I can do better. Come on. I mean, but see, that's more about, that's more about me expecting a certain kind of art. And it's less, oh, Gabe's calling. Yeah. Answer it. That's okay. I can be part of it. Hey, Gabe, what's up? I did park our, our, cause I didn't want to be intrusive of your phone call. Gabe's really cool. Everybody. He's another awesome person. Um, you know, he's fun. <laughs> he's a character. Oh, he, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Gabe is an absolute sweetheart with more knowledge about more things than I could ever imagine. Um, and has dedicated his life to the tattoo industry. Yes. Um, a different aspect of the industry, but he's dedicated it to the industry as well. Yes. So. And his take home this weekend is always have a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> well, that's always been his thing. He's yeah. like, always have a really good accountant and a really Since good you've lawyer. you've known him. Yes. <laughs> Very true. I knew him pre. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and he's humbled by that. Yeah. Um, he ha- That's why he said he hates that he has to give that that recommendation. Yeah. But he knows too realistically why. Yeah. And I'm sad that he knows that. Because um, that sucks. Um, you know, that's the part that breaks my heart sometimes is that when... Uh, and I don't think it's malicious mostly. I think usually it's people being scared or getting in their fears about things and locking in and cutting people out and waging war on each other and... It's shitty when that happens. That's what makes lawyers necessary is, mm-hmm. you know, when we can't when we can't do what we're doing right now and have a conversation about something to meet in the middle and have have, um, you know, a collaboration or a compromise. That's when you have to bring in the big guns and yeah. then you go to war and then we're not talking anymore. Now we're warring mm-hmm. and you have to bring in reinforcements and it, that just sucks. It does. It sucks. And it's sad that people can't get along and you know, it, it's just sad. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Um, I, and I had a, I had a situation. I mean, well, this is a hard segue, so I'm sorry, everybody. This is about Jason, but I will offer this. I had a situation um, recently amongst a, a group of, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that, a group of people um, that mm. I think it, it was kind of, you know, it was all remote how we were interacting. Nobody really knows each other. We were trying to know each other. And, you know, if I'm talking to you only via text or DMing or something, I, there's none of the Amy flair there. Right. There's none of the FaceTiming. There's none of the expression. There's none of the like nuance to it. You don't even have my voice to kind of like take hits from of like inflection and meaning. If you can't so, hear my sarcasm. And people don't even know punctuation anymore. So fuck it if you're What's using. What's that? I know, right? Like if you're you're using Proper things grammar. that are trying to give what you're 
you're saying a certain personality and how you write it, people don't pick that shit up anymore. And they're so emotional about everything. They, you know, it's everything seems like a personal attack. And I had a, I had a situation that happened recently where let's just wrap it up. It could have gone really badly, but the thing that I will take away from it is that everybody was willing to just hold their ground and have a dialogue, which was wonderful. And we both kind of recognized that at the end and everybody at the end kind of said, okay, you know, nobody's like 100% right here. We both can kind of come off of some things. And there was a mutual exchange of like, hey, you know, I'm glad you didn't, you know, block me and, you know, run away and stop communicating. And I'm like, no, man. No, and same thing. I was like, I, I'm glad you didn't block me, and and uh, they were like, well, it's not my style, mm-hmm. you know, like not my style. And everybody moved on, and you know, I that's the benefit if you're willing to just you know use blocking when there's a real threat, right? You know, like don't do it just because you don't like what somebody said. I think that's so shitty, dude. Like, yeah, we have this ability, but like, do you really just want to be around people who are gonna cake feed you all fucking day? Yeah. There's if there's no no, if there's no one there to disagree with you, you won't ever see another perspective. Right. And if you're not viewing another perspective, how are you ever gonna learn anything? Right. And what's the benefit of being in any kind of group? Because this is a group yeah. kind of thing. What's the benefit of being in a group if everybody's sucking their own dick? You know, like, like nobody's, yeah. nobody's, there's no conflict. There's no pushing. Like, the benefit of a group is multiple perspectives. Like, you don't have to like the perspective. You don't have to agree with the perspective. You just join a group so you get many. And yeah. you can siphon from them what you want to and fucking hang the rest. That's it. I'm not asking if anybody likes me. I'm going to give you this stuff and whatever you, you know, take a home from it is it. I had a girl that full on told me and she's a friend of mine. She's like two things I'll share. She said, she said, I took home one thing when you were, we were trying to do the apprenticeship because she was going to try an apprentice under me. And, and she said, I realized when you said this and it really stuck with me, I don't have to be a tattoo artist. Like, I can just be an artist. The tools of today allow me so much ability to be Mm -hmm. an artist any way I want to be that I don't have to be a tattoo artist. And so it really got me thinking about it. And I realized I I don't. And my body is already like pushing back at me in a lot of ways that I'm going to I'm going to really hurt myself if I try to do this. And I don't even know if I want to do that. And then she also said to me, she's like, you know, Amy, I really love you at the same time really hate you too <laughs> I was like, right i was like yeah that's appropriate yeah yeah well, i was like it's kind of how i feel about myself yeah. <laughs> so so but yeah that, that's you know i think that's how most people feel so if you can if you can kind of see that in most people i think you're going to be okay and you know just stand your ground man you know duke it out and I, I don't mean even say it like duke it out but like just be willing to keep talking You'll find yeah, a keep a that dialogue down. going. Yeah, man. You know, it's conflict resolution one on one. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Especially if you want something, you know, like think about what your end game is. Like if it's an apprenticeship, like you offered in the top. You want an apprenticeship. Invest in it. Yeah. yeah. Take the time. You know, like keep talking through it, keep asking, you know, until you get to something. Um, so what was the first thing that you tattooed? 
uh, Japanese wave on my thigh, and it looks terrible. So you had, did you have to tattoo yourself or did you want to? No, it was a requirement. Okay. And, you know, I understood the purpose behind it. Okay. Um, and, well, the, I understood the mentality behind it and the theory behind it in the beginning. Right. Um, and that was, you know, the first one that you do is not going to be very good. Right. Yeah. No. You don't want someone walking around with your name on it. Yeah. Obviously with something that is going to look absolutely terrible. I love that philosophy. I mean, honestly, uh, I uh, I was told right away, oh, no, you don't ever want to tattoo. Like, I was scared. Like, I wasn't scared of tattooing myself just simply because I've waxed myself. And I was like, I don't really think you guys know what I can take. Yeah, I've never um, done that. <laughs> um, I, 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 I got nothing on that. I don't I'm think sorry. you understand I don't... what I can she do. She waxed my bag before. It's not oh, my a God. Experience Why? <laughs> just because. he terrible. wanted. He, oh, that sounds like a form of cruel punishment. Didn't they used to do that to people during the Spanish Inquisition? Probably. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They probably. Um, it's like definitely a form of torture. Like an egg. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, I, I will put say, he did enjoy the fact, he does like all of my attention, so it is all-encompassing. You get somebody's attention for hours working on you. Or an hour. If it's a back as big as his, like, it's going to take a good hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just... Do you have to, like, take a weed whacker to that first? Or... No, 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 it's not that long. He's oh. he's he's very he's very good about, I mean, we, because I'm involved. <laughs> I was going to say, I know he can't, like, we reach back there that far. We are very good at his shearing so. schedule. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so, good to know. Uh, yes, a weed whacker is taken a to a prior. Right it shit. never gets, it never gets full Rico. Oh, okay. Uh, does he get know. sheared weekly or is it like a bi-weekly thing it's when needed yeah. Yeah, uh, are they electric shears or both it depends on the area yeah i know it depends on the area if we can take if we can take a razor to it we do um mm. because you know smooth nice. socks but mm. yeah but if if it's gonna cause more problems than mm. not then no um but yeah, yeah waxing just fucking sucks and then uh you know i one of my eyebrows before just one hair and I was like nope not even going down that road that shit hurt like a motherfucker but yeah it was cool for him to experience he particularly the closer it gets to it's kind of like tattooing the closer it gets to the foldy places or the connection of joints like the closer it gets to your neck it gets worse the closer it gets down to like where your torso meets your butt, mm-hmm. it gets worse. The part. So you know? anywhere where you have multiple intersecting and connecting muscles. Yes. yes. Yeah. Where the nerves are particular, you know, they're combined yeah. there. They're jointed there. So it's a lot like tattooing in that way is that uh, the pain sensories are, and of course, anything around an erogenous zone. Oh, I can imagine. Fuck your life. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the butthole. I'm, I'm going to offer that. The, I... I I got nothing. I can't say I know what that's like. So The butt is, I mean, you know, think about what you do down there. You've got to, like, push sometimes (laughs) unbelievable things out of that. So it's kind of, it's kind of, like, as far as nerve endings, it can take, it can take a lot. I still got nothing. I still got nothing. I will say I've shaved my whole body and shaved my, my, between my butt crack before. And it's not, it's not wise to shave. Because when you're, when you're hot and sweaty, it just, it's weird as a guy. He does but not he like just gliding. He doesn't like, like the glide. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. That would have immediately. I would be questioning everything at that point. Oh, I would God. sit down and be like, 
Yeah, you're like, damn it. Let me go wipe all my ass and just sweaty. This is weird. New sensation. It's like that Louis C.K. thing. He's like, oh, God. why is there just water? There's like there's like a half a cup of water just circulating around my butthole. And, I didn't even yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. I don't even know what you guys got going uh, on down there. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I don't either. I don't know either, but I don't really care to know. I so. don't know if that's the female. It might be females that experience it. I think we're, I don't know, as females, there's a lot more stuff that happens around all of our body parts anyway that we might be past those insecurities i mean we get a period so like there's there's a lot of random shit that we have to get over and and insecurities we hit very young because you know you get your period you get it at the most awful times like first thing and then you gotta manage all that shit i don't uh, you know just to give a little empathy yeah tiger Tiger week week. shark Shark week week. yeah shark week Actually, uh, what do you, pyramids, he calls it the pyramids. Oh yeah. Are you on your pyramids? (laughs) (laughs) Tiger week. (laughs) And then he'll just show up with all this chocolate. He's like, ah, look. Making my sacrifices to (laughs) 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 Do you have an altar? You've got a specific altar there? Good pro tip. Slide them under the bathroom door like, make some dark chocolates, babe. I might not, I might not actually partake, but. I'm going to tell you guys, a clutch move for any gentleman out there. You recently started dating someone. I did. So yes. come bearing chocolate when you know. Mm. <laughs> and, dark chocolate. Yes, dark chocolate. I mean, dark chocolate. know what her favorites are for sure, but dark chocolate is awesome because yeah, it's good dark, for you too. Make sure you have some dark chocolate followed yeah. up with other types of chocolate. I mean, chocolate. Well, I mean, dark chocolate. Make sure she's not allergic. Because... <laughs> Because you might be eating all of it if that's the case. I have I met would those see people. no issues with and that. And all yeah. if if she gets the bad yeah. ones, might all specifically for yes. Yeah, uh, it just shows you care. Yes, come back and do not so... engage. Do not in engage. Yeah. yeah, don't even be look careful. them in the eye. Don't be look them in the eye. The Make no sudden moves <laughs> and start every every conversation with "I'm sorry." I find Don't that helps engage. sometimes. And unless you're you're very committed in your relationship as a guy, um, I can tell you from this from the girl's perspective, I can hear it from Rico now because I'm very aware. Don't ever bring up that she's on her period or it's because you're on your period or I knew oh, it no, 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 no. going to be on your period. Just don't. Not unless you feel like dying. Well, no, you I don't mean, you know, do that. I just say it. I've gotten as, the death stare more than once. Don't do it in the beginning. Like, as, oh, as a tattoo artist, this was advice I gave somebody recently. He was posting about, he was like, yeah, man, I'm scratching. Tell me not, whatever. I'm on my own journey. I was like, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to tell you, don't, you don't ever want to have pride as a scratcher. It's not a prideful state. It's not something you do in the beginning. Everybody's been a scratcher. Seriously. But. We admit that after we yeah. have gotten where we are, the and goal it's with a certain amount of sadness. Of yeah, <laughs> so with a certain okay. amount of sadness. That is not the end game. Okay, yes. that is a stage that unfortunately most of us will go so through. So dating, and you have to move out of that stage in yes. order to be successful. So that's that's kind of applicable to dating relationships. You know, like clients too. Like don't don't. Tara Tara brought it up. Um, you know, like. 
be delicate with people in, in their states because they're coming with a lot of emotion. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a people business. Uh, it's about relating and relationships, building trust, all those things. I wouldn't say that as a guy, you know, don't bring that up right away because it will really get women um, nasty. On another note, though, I, I will say I have, I think I've done my task in microdosing enough to kind of cure this certain set of things I wanted to clear. But I did microdose for a while and woo is that crazy on your period you guys won't know but you can't stop being a bitch it does leave your face but as soon as it does you're like that was fucked up (laughs) what i just said that was a dick move and i did it so i could be less nasty to him and less crazy um he was like babe you know i don't i don't give a shit about your bullshit right like i don't internalize but he 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 has to. Like, I, you would be surprised. You have to. I dismissed whatever. Yeah. Said on entire week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a smart move. But see, maneuver. I don't want oh you God. to because we com- see we compartmentalize a lot, well, right? So we can very easily take that whole compartment and just throw it in the trash. But see, here's the right? problem. That doesn't with bother that, us. Is that the things I'm saying? I do really want to be heard. It's my tack, though, that's the problem. Right. So. I would like to cure that and stop that from happening because when I'm in those places, I it's kind of like your spidey sense is very, very finally acute. You do know, like you do know what you're feeling. You just don't know how to ask for help or anything. You're just so aggressive and nasty that it's really, it's it it kind of isn't great to totally block it off because then you're kind of missing how you could help. But there's a way to ask for help. And so that's where I'm trying to be better. Um, because it's not good to be a dick. So, no, it's I mean, not. we've talked about yeah. that a lot in this, but I do it too. I mean, I, there's no holes in these palms, people. You know, we're yeah. all trying to be better. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of, like, a uh, next best question to, to segment into things. Oh, you – okay, so mass scale – you are apprenticing people just on a digital basis. Like you kind I, of make that a thing, but would you, would you, or have you apprenticed somebody? Um, at, to date, I have not, okay. um, not in person in any kind of respect. Um, as much as I have all of this knowledge and I'm willing to share the knowledge that I have inside this tiny little head of mine, I'm, Still not at the confidence level yet where I'm comfortable enough with my execution and with certain aspects of the artwork that I create where I feel I can turn around and say, this is the right way to do it. Right. Right. Because, But, you know, even with some of the seminars today um, or this weekend, not today, but this weekend, um, everyone does tattoo differently. Well, that's you know? all I fucking heard. I was so furious because everybody was like, it's nuanced, it's you. And so that's how I taught. And I was chastised by my apprentice. He's just like, you didn't give me any answers. And I'm like, I can't give you those answers. See, so that, <laughs> and that's one thing that's been part of my quest for many, many years mm-hmm. is I want to understand the science mm-hmm. and why certain things work for certain people. Right. And I've, I've, traveled around i've been to shows in europe i've watched guys from europe tattoo i've watched guys from south america tattoo and guys from southern california well, tattoo in canada i've just started to distract there's 
techniques out there that people are using. And I'm like, that violates every principle that we've ever been taught, but yet it's working unbelievably well. Well, don't you feel though that that's less in regards to teaching somebody? Don't you feel that's less... Well, it's the holidays again, and if you're anything like me, you've procrastinated to the last second. And you're swiftly running out of options. You really don't want to go to busy stores, and you really don't want to torture Amazon workers and have them deliver to you packages at the last second, even though I know personally that they do honestly like the work secretly, make some money around the holidays anyway. If you're like that, maybe what you need to do is get a subscription. I got two companies for you to check out this year. Definitely go over to my friends, blackdaggerbooks.com. They have wonderful book subscriptions for the artist, the family member that might be very tricky to, to actually shop for. Or if you happen to have a family member, like I've dated some of these people, they just don't go anywhere without their hot sauce, go to Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. It's tnsauceco.com is the website. Go and get a subscription. You can sign them up. They might not get the hot sauce on time, but you can say, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know. You're really tricky, but I do know that you're that guy who always brings the hot sauce. They have wonderful hot sauces, best ingredients. I've, uh, I, I know the dude from the Nomad Network, and uh, he... I've tried all his hot sauces. I actually produced a commercial that I have yet to put out. But here's my redemption. Go sign someone up. Get them a hot sauce subscription so that they can have hot sauce on the regular all the time. They won't, they won't regret it. And like I said, Black Dagger Books as well. If you need two things quick that you can give somebody and say, hey, I might not have come clutch on Christmas Day, but for the rest of the year, once a month, you're going to get something awesome from me. Go visit these places, diary listeners. You won't regret it. I feel like that's more about offering people resources so that they can pick somebody else's brain. But as far as teaching, what I've found is that you have to learn how people learn and Mm. you have to study actual teaching in order to do that and a lot of it is just kind of understanding the limitations you do actually have right that you're not everyone you are just one person so um i mean i think you could you could dive into a multi-point perspective of techniques but it's like kind of like you said in in the beginning too it was like you kind of have to ask me how much knowledge you want to know because i'm going to rapid download on you and sometimes that can just be so paralyzing for people that... And that's that, I think, is part of the reason why yeah. I'm still so hesitant. Because, mm. like, it would take so long for me to download all of this knowledge mm-hmm. into someone else mm-hmm. that I can guarantee you after a while they would be like, dude, I this is too much. Like, I, I just show me things and let me do my thing. Well, I mean, it might and that's be, fine. I mean, that's even fine. your question, how much do you want to know? Yeah, that might not even be something they can answer because based on what you're asking. So if you don't know what to ask, yeah. if you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. 
then how are you going to ask the right question? Exactly. So that's why I always do the dick thing of like they say, you're never supposed to answer a question with a question, but that's what I do. That's That's been the only thing that I've I've learned with teaching is that, you know, it's the same with clients too. You know, ask them a lot of questions before you assume an mm-hmm. answer because you're going to get a lot more from them and they're going to feel a lot more heard and... And you're going to be able to meet them where they're really wanting to be or where they're at. So that's the only thing I can give as advice for that. And also, like, um, you might find, and this happened to me, it happened with my apprentice. I really loved her. I still love her. Um, She might not think I do, but I do. Uh, We're not really friends right now, but I saw a person that had amazing work ethic, was really hustling as an artist, um, I was kind of getting to a point where I was contemplating teaching, but I wasn't, I wasn't secure in it mm-hmm. yet. I really wasn't. I was just, you know, being a chatty fucking Kathy, throwing out fucking ideas. Like, yeah, I, I think I really want to kind of start thinking about teaching people. And she was like, she like turned on that, like Im- immediate. And she was like, are you for real? And I said, yeah. And honestly, if I were to do it with anybody, I think I'd do it with you because you're already so far along. We've, had the same kind of upbringing mm-hmm. in art. She went to the same art school. Now, totally different experiences from the people that we encounter because our art's different and the way that we, our process is different. Um, and the way that we come to our art is different. So much is different. But, um, you know, it it kind of just, it kind of just put me to it. Like, it was kind of, it's kind of like how I would imagine if I got, like, if I were to have a kid, it would be a, like, oh, shit, I'm fucking pregnant. I better learn how to be a mom. Like, like, yeah. like, like, like that's kind of, and what I've heard from people whenever they're saying, yeah, we're not ready. Yeah, like, we're not, we want to do our research. We want to just make sure. And I'm going to point. What I've heard from most people that want to have, like, have kids, they're like, you're never going to be ready. No. Well, and that's true. It's just going to, it's going to fucking happen. I, I will say this. <laughs> To anyone out there that may ever eventually end up in the position to like learn hands on from me, um, be prepared. You have a lot of work ahead of you. No, that's good. Um, that's I, good. I'm a firm believer. There's tons of information out there already, mm-hmm. right? Uh, tons of it, yeah. and I know because I had to seek a lot of this information out myself. Yeah. There is a lot of information out there. I can help guide you. What this leads me to the next question, right. I guess. Um, if in this lofty future, or maybe not even so distant future, what if somebody hears this and they're like, "Holy shit, man! I got I love this guy. I want to ask him." What are some things that you can say off the bat that you want to see from somebody that they already have to come with? Because I know um, I have my rules. Work ethic. Yep. Time. Mm-hmm. You need to invest time, and not just how much time. Um, how much time? At least 30 hours a week? I'd say that's a good start. Okay. Um, when I was apprenticing, that was exactly how much time I spent mm-hmm. on top of a full course load of college, on top of a full 20-hour-a-week job. I mean, mine was, my was so, that with a whole 40-hour yeah. job on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Clientele and so, everything, another profession. Yep. So expect, and that's that's base. Yep. Right? <clears throat> What I'm really going to be looking at and evaluating is how much extra time are you putting in? Mm -hmm. What extra are you doing? If you really want to know this, show me you really want to know this. 
on art. put in extra time. What do you need to see? Um, I need to see artwork. Show me. Come in the next day and ask me questions. Yeah. Stay after and just watch. Mm-hmm. Ask questions while I'm working. What better time is there, right? right. Oh, your shift is done. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going home and you're just going to sit on the couch and watch TV? Yeah. You could be here learning, right. but you've chosen not to be. Right. Why? Yeah. If this is what you really want to do, why would you choose not to learn it? Yeah. Why? Yeah. That it, it blows my mind and I see it time and time again with people. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, they didn't teach me anything. It's like, did you leave when your shift was done? They were like, well, yeah. And it's like, when did you expect to ask them questions? Mm-hmm. Who are Stick these around. They? Stick around. Ask questions. Hang out. Yeah. Part of being an apprentice is immersing yourself with someone that can help guide you, that can teach you. And we can. That is our job. That is our responsibility. Right? Mm. If we're there and we're willing to teach you, we are going above and beyond and out of our way to bestow knowledge upon you. We are putting in actively, putting in effort to pass this knowledge on to you. Mm -hmm. You need to actively be there to learn it. Yes. And if you are not even there to learn it, then how are you ever going to learn it? Well, on that note, see, for me, and I've tried both, and I, uh, I'm i now convinced, but I, I don't think this would be the same for you because I know that you are so active and committed to, and so am I, but like, I'm active in doing my own art explorations and everything, but I don't, I don't want anybody that I have to teach to draw um, at this point. I don't want anybody that I, I want, I want to see that you are, I want to see that you're online, you're already showing your art, you already have a visible portfolio. I'm seeing you trying, trying to make something out of your art. Because for me, that's what I was doing. I want somebody like me in that because um, I did hunt all those things. I went to art school. I, <laughs> as soon as I picked up a pencil, I was like hooked, man. Like I was like, yeah. everything I wanted to do, I didn't want to tattoo for a living. I wanted to do my art for a living. So for me, I have to see somebody trying to make their art their living. And that's when I will bring them into tattooing. Now, you might not like me as a mentor. You might not, but... I do think that with anybody as that as a starting point, I can get you to being a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. If I have to teach you how to draw in that, uh, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to like s- cast you back out. Like yeah. I'm probably going to be like, dude, yep. you need to do a lot more foundational need- work. Exactly. You have to have that kind of a starting found, yeah. especially in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, people There's nowadays... So People yeah. nowadays have either a an incredibly ridiculous amount of artistic talent, mm-hmm. like a an unbelievable amount of talent, or they've already gone through and they've gone through the ranks and they've gone to art school and they know how to draw and not just like yeah my aunt and my mom they both told me that I can draw really well yeah you know like congratulations go have fun yeah go color on on cardboard with crayons like right. you know i'm sitting here and it's like cool i want to see people that know light 
they they know form, they know value, yep. they know their color palettes. Yep. They're already set with a direction. They know about composition. They know about compositional rules. Right. They know about all of this stuff already. Yeah. Show me that. Yeah. Show me you're dedicated enough to stick it out long enough to get a degree. I should almost I should almost I mean I did it with uh with Amber Ramirez. I should I, I use her so much as an example because she's completely self-taught. She has her own style completely. It's clean, it's beautiful, it's definitely it's in, it's like so intelligent as far as like coupling it with um, classiness, online presence, everything. But I I saw her artwork because she started liking my stuff, and I you know I just get to a point where I start clicking like who's following me? Like, yeah, who yeah. are these people? And when I click on you and I go whoa, this person is incredible. And like I almost want to ask you like are you tat are you a tattoo artist? And you know, that's exactly how the dialogue went with her. I was like, are you a tattoo artist? She goes, no, but I want to be. And I'm like, girl, Yo. you need to be. Like, like if you're not one now, you are going to be very soon. And I wish I was in a position where I could offer you an apprenticeship. However, my boss might be open to it. And she was so good that my <clears throat> boss didn't want to apprentice anybody. Mm-hmm. And she was so good that he was like, ah. I can't let her be anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I gotta have this kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I gotta, it's, she's too good. Like, I can't, I can't pass. It's, it, and honestly, it was, I mean, as far as an apprentice, she taught herself a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to take away from him and what he brought to the table, but honestly, she's just. And there's, o- don't get me wrong. There's always going to be more we can learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is. Life is a never ending cycle of learning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's never going to stop. But, like, show me that you're willing to put the effort in mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And then, number one, it cuts down on the amount of stuff I have to teach. Yeah. Which, I mean, once again, I can help guide you through that process. But if you show up and you've already done that, yep. yeah, it's going to go a lot faster. Well, it's multifaceted, too, because there is so many moving parts to this profession. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're already doing that or at least trying you understand that there's a business ethic that you have to have. Thank you, babe. Uh, I just got a new water, everyone, because that's how considerate Rico is. Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, There's a business ethic. So, you know, with Amber specifically, since I'm using her as, you know, it's one of the few situations I have um, to compare to, but she is my example. She was already doing, like, art events where she was, she was getting a booth. She knew the cost of that. She knew how to set herself up. She mm-hmm. knew how to present herself. She knew, you know, to have business cards, have it choreographed. Um, you know, we we just took everything that she already was doing and was able to elevate it mm-hmm. to tattoo. I think the biggest thing was um, she would hand draw her like her little signature, and I was like, it'd be really cool if it was emblematic, and you like created an emblem. You know, because mm-hmm. every part of your flashy, all of your designs are so polished and everything, but then your signature is kind of, eh. I was like, it would be really great if your signature was like either a symbol or like your initials done in a really beautiful, and she did. Now it's just like, it's fucking polish, 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 polish. Right. Dope, dope, dope. 
she's one of those artists that it, like you know the oh like all oh, pre-drawn yeah. pre- designs that people are like i want that I yeah want that i want that and she doesn't ever have to like do i mean she does do custom stuff i know but she doesn't ever have to do like the custom thing that's like, awesome i know it's like rock star status like immediate she already has like more instagram followers than me i'm so proud of her that's awesome. i hope she knows that <laughs> I have yeah. to go and get a side piece finished by her. I'm really slacking on it, but I will. Yeah, I have, I, to g- I have to go up to Canada and get the rest of my stomach done. I'm not looking forward God, to it. God, your stomach. God. Yeah, I'm, so <laughs> I am. I got to finish my ribs, man. I ain't looking forward to that. Oh, come on. Rico hates getting tattooed. Well, yeah, so do I. What's your point? <laughs> I know it's worth it. I, dude, I'm, I'm, there's no, yeah, it sucks. Deal with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, dude. Have you seen my he ribs? So much stuff that's painful. Oh man. Oh. You don't don't <laughs> talk to me about ribs, okay? I have both of mine done, full color on both, and it was not fun. But you know what? Mm. I did it. It just blows mm. my mind because he will literally it's take painful. the smelling salts that revive people after they've, they've passed out. Oh yeah. He'll he'll snick his face in that just to get a little extra like, oh, ah! so that he can <laughs> lift. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, a little saying, bit like, of ammonia inhalants never hurt anyone. The level to which he will push himself to get through these insane workouts that he does that people are like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, sorry. Uh, Jason was being awesome and asking for permission, which, he, yeah, Careful. he's fine. Uh, yeah, don't set off anything. Cause, yeah, because apparently in the in the bathrooms, they're, they're like excessively hot showers. The steam will set off the smoke oh, yeah, alarm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, really? The vapes will set them shits off too, maybe? Nah, no. I'm like, because they said no smoking. Yeah, vapes well, are Well, that's standard. Yeah. That's standard. But Vapes like, don't get enclosed, though, I find. Like, it, it doesn't no, have a rid- No. I don't think so. I mean, no, no, they're just they lovely. Not, they usually yeah. smell really nice. Is they said that the steam will set it off. I'm like, what kind of... He's been extra no, cautious. He's been putting on that fan. He's excessive like... Excessive <laughs> steam. Yes. Because, like, uh, especially in the wintertime when it gets to be sub-zero, and even yeah, that water true. on medium will be steamy, you'll open up the bathroom door and there's billowing clouds of steam. And honestly, secretly... Um, Is yours magical? No. Well, no, I was going to say, they don't really have a fan in there, too. And secretly, I bet you that they put that plaque up there just so that people don't make the walls wet. Because you're going to have excessive moisture in there. So I'm sure that's... Oh, there's ladybugs in the bathroom, too. That's why. (laughs) That'll do it. He was like, it's lucky. I was like, I'm so glad that you see it that way. Yeah. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Where's Craig Driscoll when you need him? There was ladybugs all over the fucking window. I was like, that's cool as shit. I go in the bathroom. I I could have sworn they only follow Craig Driscoll. (laughs) He is the ladybug guy. Well, it's his signature. It is. It's his signature. And I'm so proud to own a painting by him. Oh, I'm sure. I'm in love with that painting. I look at it all the time. I Um, actually have some of his. So he gave away... uh, some bookmarks that he had made and I actually took his bookmarks and I expanded upon them and I did like collage kind of art and they're hanging up in my own so I have so I have inadvertently I have Craig I've I've uh, I've done a collab with you and you don't know and it's hanging <laughs> up in my house I'm really proud of those fucking bookmarks because <laughs> if I had used them as a bookmark it probably would have gotten lost all the time but yeah they're not now yeah. I've ruined so many bookmarks <laughs> in my life except for the metal ones yeah yeah, those great. are the only ones I still have that are you know semi-functional. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they, they get bent, whatever. But 
yeah. I mean, some of them I'm not going to lie. I did cut apart and try to use for Make spring it as stock. Make <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did. I was like, ooh, this is flexible metal. I can make a spring out of this. I was that guy. I, one of the guys that, that used to teach me, used, he is a mad scientist when it comes to machines. A, a legit mad scientist. He used to take like um, little box razors and he would take the edge off of one side of them, like the the edge that like cover no 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 not the cutting edge oh he used to take the other edge off that's like a little bit more bulky yeah, that loops. like you usually yeah, yeah, hold yeah. on to yeah, right yeah, yeah. he used to take that he would take off that side and he because they're slotted right on both sides yes he's like this can be a spring and he used to use those as rear springs oh. on his machine Interesting. Wow. With the blades still up there? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, He's wow. like, you just got to be careful when you put it on because you'll slice your hand open. He's <laughs> like, but this way, I ever need one, I just take off the A-bar assembly and... Psh. Wow. No, he, he was... He's... He, this guy built a motorcycle. So are you a hoarder? Nice. For that reason? No. Is it hoarding I am. I no? mean... Well, to find value, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, like, copper, lead. I mean, I'm not saying I don't still have bars of solid metal at yeah. my house. Ingots. Yeah, pretty much. No, nice. I mean, that's, I was just going to ask because I totally am. Like, I, I have, I'm now to the point where I'm inviting people over my house. I'm like, please, for the love of God, let's have an art party and just use some of the shit that I Psst, say I'm going to use. Why do you think use? I always bring art supplies <laughs> to these <laughs> gatherings? You're like, I bought too much. I've been thinking about having people over just to do like drink and draws at my house. I have three easels, two glass top drafting tables, like more paint. I own half of like AC Moore's art aisle. Nice. Okay. Like I have, I have rolls, five foot tall rolls of watercolor paper. Let's do collabs. For people to paint. Let's do like, I'm know, in. 15 Don't minutes tease switch. me with a good time. 15 minute switch. Like yeah. I, all of the paper I brought up last year, mm-hmm. yeah, that those were just trimmed off of rolls of paper I that it. I have. You know, my grandmother mm. used to get those all the time because uh, she bred dogs and she would line certain areas of her house with that, and she'd have the rolls and she. Oh just no! For this them is this is like <laughs> this is like 140 pound yeah, really like arches textured no, she watercolor didn't do that. paper. No, she went to. Um, I have two rolls, hot and cold press. Yeah. Um. So and a big tall roll of drawing paper. Hers with newsprint. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I, I've spent a little money on mine. No, that's good. It's cool because I like to work big and I like to work with liquid acrylics. So for me, it's Still like, less. yeah, I, yeah. How, how big do you want your painting to be? Five foot tall? I've got the paper for it. <laughs> I'll stretch it out. And even if you use liquid acrylics or something like that, like with paper that, that's that nice, you can, you can take a razor. And if you really fuck up, you can take just as, you can scrape it. Yes, you can. <laughs> and get your whites. Oh, I know that <laughs> trick real well. Can't do that with normal paper. No, you cannot. <laughs> 140 pound plus and you're good. Yep, exactly. Take yeah. take that little exacto blade and you just scrape uh, out that highlight. Uh-huh. Yep, you're good. You're good. It's a little fuzzy, so don't. Get yeah, so you, you got to be careful, especially <laughs> keep it away from tape. I found that out the hard way. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, put it on your clothes. Yeah, definitely yeah. Put it on your Take clothes the tack first. out. Yeah, you got to. Um, You'll rip up your paper. Yeah. <laughs> or your drawing. Yeah, know. but anyone that ever feels like coming by, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. Anyone that's coming through the Philadelphia area that I've met, like, come stay with me, fucking hang out, do art, 
Like, you're more than welcome to. How many people would you think would warrant, like, I mean, you're saying at your house, but, like, because I've always, I want to do this. Like, I'd love to, like, just rent a cabin or something like that and just, you know, have a number of people and just So, I was talking to Renee a little bit uh, (gasps) earlier today. (laughs) Everybody... Um, Renee Little, follow her. Yes, Goldfang Gallery. She's so awesome. Hashtag Goldfang Gallery. Yes. We're going to get her on here. No worries. Renee, so it was a whole bunch of people. We were all standing outside, hanging out, like during one of our, you know, quick little breaks in between seminars today. And we were like, we should get everyone together for like a week Mm -hmm. and rent like an old Gothic Victorian style house. Yeah. Like super dark and creepy. Do an Airbnb there, right? And have like a core group of people there for like a week. Other people can come and go as they please. We'll do different seminars every day. So I stuff know a like Victorian. That. I know a Victorian house in can, Rhode Island. Is it's it not for dark, rent? It is. It's an Airbnb. It's Ooh. fucking dope. It's really dope. And he he was he's kind. I mean, I hope he's still in it, but he was kind of struggling. He's like people just don't really like this anymore. And he offers like a he he's on site. He lives there, but he's. It's huge. He has all these rooms and he is just a collector of all things vintage and he'll make you a legit vintage breakfast with like authentic coffee makers on this fucking stove. Stop right there. You had me at breakfast. Dude, his house is amazing. I am am all about first breakfast and I believe in the, I believe in the Hobbit, second breakfast and 11Zs. 100%. Okay. And I would love to get him some people that he would love to have artists. I will eat breakfast for dinner. I will eat breakfast for lunch. I will eat French toast. I will eat pancakes. I will, oh, dude. Yeah. See, this is why we get along. Yes. The only thing that we would have to make sure is, is that we oh, yes. laid down tarps for him because grace. the thing oh, about art, of course, is that we're messy and his stuff is, it's legit. So it needs to be preserved. I already um, got that covered. Okay, cool. Um, I think I'll go, his name is I'll go to Home Depot. I'll get some like 30 foot by, you know, 30 foot canvas yeah. drop cloths. We'll carpet an entire room. He's got a really dope cat. Well, uh, oh. <laughs> You had, cat. you had me at cat. You had me at cat. It was an old cat. I love cats. It's just such a sweetie. But yeah, Chris, um, um, I forget your last name, but you were such a sweet man. And I would love I'd love to get your Airbnb. So if we could get something like that together, I'm sure we could get a whole bunch of people out for it. You know, I'm thinking like 10, 15 people for a week. Mm-hmm. I think that would be sweet. You know, artists of all styles, all mediums. Yeah. You don't have to do tattoos. You can come out and just draw and paint and hang yeah. out. Like... Uh, working with different mediums, acrylics, oils, watercolors, liquid acrylics, colored pencils, you name it. Like, why not? Let's have fun. We're artists. Let's spray get paint. together and create art. Spray paint gets tricky because the fumes yes. will get you messed up. Yes. And, and you can't in use house. it inside. Hell no. You cannot oh, use know. it inside. Chris would not be happy. I mean, when I say, like, everything. But, you know, I, you know, definitely we could do it with Chris. I would love that. I'm very interested in, like... Being out in the middle of nowhere, though, and campfires, uh, it's a huge thing for me. So, like, on the oh, back yeah. end, when we're not doing art, love campfires, yeah. love woods, love, like, hearing crickets at night. I feel like we have so much technology that I think we need to put our fucking feet in some grass. And So, like... <laughs> so here's, and this is where, like, I differ from a lot of people out there in this day and age. As much as I do have a background with technology, mm-hmm. um, and I'm very well versed in it, and I'm very, I utilize a lot of it a lot of the time. 
I like to be able to put my phone down. Yeah. And not not even acknowledge its existence. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of those people I refuse to get any kind of a smartwatch. I you. don't want to know if I get emails on my wrist. I don't want to know if I get text messages. I don't want to know if I get phone calls. I don't want to be able to see my ring doorbell, mm-hmm. you know, and know when people are coming and going on my watch. Like, I'm sorry. But, but you that... do have a ring doorbell. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm not saying I don't utilize technology no, to its I, fullest extent. I want one too. <laughs> I need to be able to separate one. from that. Yeah. I, if I don't have that kind of separation. You do. That, like, when I'm working on art at home, I put my phone down. And it is on silent, like, sleep mode or whatever. I don't get notifications until I pick it back up. Because I don't want to be distracted. (laughs) And I get distracted very easily with a lot of things. So for me, to be able to have that separation is great. But at the same time, it's like, cool, yeah, I can go and meet up with people out in the woods. And have that kind of separation, but I get that at home. Yeah. You know? Right. Most people don't have that. Yeah. They don't know how to remove the distractions to focus on one thing at a time. And I do that out of necessity. Yeah. Because I'm one of those people where it's like, ooh, shiny things. Right? And like, immediately I'm distracted without a hesitation. Well, and the beautiful thing about... Uh, going back to the Victorian house, we're plotting this whole idea, by the way. So, like, if you have interest, let us know. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, but, like, uh, uh, the thing about the Victorian house is, is that it does slow everything down. Because Chris does. He uses authentic vintage things. And so it does, it kind of removes you from the technology that way because it does make you appreciate what these people did and he said you know it's a really a lost thing because people don't he was talking about maybe selling the house i hope he hasn't i mean i hope he has Mm. if he got what it was worth but he was talking about how people didn't want a house like that anymore because they don't want to do what they have to do to maintain it and it does require slowing the fuck down and really like loving the process of doing everything like maintenancing those things i mean the whole house like had gingerbread. It was all like painted. Be- I mean, I'm telling you, it was. He had gardens that were like epic. They're so cool. I'm well, so- I mean, it- if you're Rhode Island and Airbnb, look up. Like, I'm pretty sure he's one of maybe a few of people that have this Victorian home. His name's Chris. I do remember that. He is a super host, and he's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> um, just shout out, Chris. You were amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that I'm always all about. That's why I love getting away for these retreats. You meet other artists. Sometimes you get to work on collaborative artwork. And I always bring extra stuff. Yeah. I'm at, Even this weekend when, you know, a lot of people didn't really kind of know what the format was or what to bring. or what, I always show up with, like, extra stuff. Yeah. Conventions, you need something, come and find me. I have extras of everything. Let's do a convention together. Yeah. Mm, don't tease <laughs> me with a good time. No, we're going to. We're going to. Well, let's let's pick we one. We are, but yes. Um, maybe but no, maybe, like with other maybe people, we can like, do an international one. I know. I, t- I brought it up to him. Because um, yeah. I'm, he... I'm trying to work at Paris next year. I know. I'm, I think I'm that, good or, to consider Or maybe it. we can do like Munich or like 
Somewhere, yeah. somewhere. In, I love Europe. I fell in love with Europe. I do love Europe. That's also because I haven't been to New Zealand or Rico's Australia. Rico's in if yet. we go to Italy. And I am 100% in if we go to Italy because I know so many Italian artists. Yeah. So okay. I'm That, that I'm would down. be awesome. Yeah. His family. I've, I've got some friends that live there. Yeah. A um, couple of people over in Rome. But he was so. like, Paris, that's all you, kid. And I was, he Naples. did Oh, okay. Oh, you're... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Say no more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to know someone that lived out in that area. Um, actually, no, she wasn't in Naples. She was in Napoli. Um, yeah. But it's... Pasoli. Yeah. It's a little town my family's from. Okay, okay. Yeah, she um, she was super cool. I met her at the London show many years ago. Um, I highly doubt you're listening now, but if you are, what's up? How's it going? Hope you've been well. <laughs> Um, she should be listening, guys. She was it. like my convention <laughs> buddy at that weekend. Like, if it wasn't for her, I probably would not have survived. My first time in London in like 15 years. Aww. Didn't know where anything was. She didn't really speak a whole lot of English, but she could converse in Italian really well. Wonderful. And was able to network with like all of these other people. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> You're talking to like everyone. And I'm like, I don't even, I have no courage to say hi to anyone. Aww. Uh, well, so for those out there that might not know, the London Tattoo Convention that used to go on. Oh, it's baller. Was the top, it was the World Cup of tattooing. Yeah. Um, it was the 1% of tattooers in the world. Yep. Everyone there was at the top of the game. In every style you can think of. And it was a who's who of this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolutely incredible to go there and get tattooed at that more than once Aww. by a couple of different artists. Uh, big shout out to Clint Danroth. He tattooed me over there in, I think it was 2016. Um, go check out his work, Clint Danroth at Craftsman Tattoo. Uh, absolutely awesome dude. I actually want to get him on my podcast and interview him. Nice. Uh, he's all the way over out in BC and British Columbia and nice. Canada. Oh, Phenomenal cool. style. Dude's professional illustrator to the max and does incredibly dynamic work. That's Love awesome. his stuff. Thank you, Clint. You are the man. Okay, that wraps up part two with Jason. As you can tell, he's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, what we discussed in this is that you really got to come and you got to always be willing to learn something. That's how Jason always approaches everything. And I think that's why I, I kind of love him and he's my friend. <laughs> so, uh, definitely catch us back next week. Next week, we're going to be sharing, uh, some of Jason's idols and some cool stories about what Jason has experienced in the tattoo world thus far. It's pretty, pretty awesome. All that he's done. So definitely come back next week. All right. Later listeners. Thanks for listening. You can find the apprenticeship diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.